As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Are you ready, kids? Get your parents' permission, check your mailbox, and grab your shopping cart. It's time for the Adventures in Collecting podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Dave. Welcome Welcome to to Adventures Adventures in Collecting, where we talk toy news, culture, and hauls, along with our journeys as collectors. Hey guys, Eric here. Uh, What you're about to hear, we're going to call a bonus pod. I recently had a chance to sit down with Khalil of Caster's Corner to discuss his 2021, which was a huge year for him. Uh, Lots of ups and downs. Uh, He completed a 365-day toy-a-day project on YouTube, learned a lot along the way, and uh, as you guys know, Khalil and Caster's Corner uh, is something that's incredibly important to us. Uh, Very good friend, uh, almost like a mentor at this point. Uh, so it was an honor to be able to sit down with him and, and kind of chew the fat. Uh, what you're about to hear is a, a preview of that episode, which is currently live on his feed. Uh, so you're going to hear the, the first section of it. And uh, if you like what you hear, head on over to casterscorner.com and, uh, and, and listen to the rest of it. Uh, so anyway, here it is. Enjoy. Hi, I am not the voice you were expecting to hear today. My name is Eric, and I'm normally the co-host of Adventures in Collecting, but today I'm your special guest here at the, uh, at the Corner Cast. For 15 years, Caster's Corner has been covering the toy industry, interviewing luminaries and providing reviews, and this year embarked on something extra special. 365 days straight of toy reviews with the Toy of the Day Project. In this special episode, I have the privilege of flipping the script on the man behind the curtain, someone who helped me find my footing when we started Adventures in Collecting, and a guy that sincerely does not take enough credit for what he does. So uh, welcome to your show, Khalil. Thank you, Eric. That was, that was wonderful. That was the nicest introduction I've ever had. Well, you know, I figure if, if you're asking me to host your show, I got to I got to do it the right way, you know? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I really, like I said it before we started, but I, I really can't thank you enough um, for taking the time to do this. It, it really means a lot. And uh, I, I really thought long and hard and I honestly can say, I don't think I could have thought of anybody better to do it. So I really appreciate it. Well, uh, well, I appreciate it. And uh, I, I appreciate the opportunity. Um, 
So I feel like the first thing I have to ask you is, uh, what does it feel like to be on this side of the conversation? <laughs> it, it's weird. Um, it, it is weird to have done uh, 360. I, I will say this. I have 363 days in the can. Okay. Um, I have two days left to record, and that's because mail is coming tomorrow with a really big... Um, well, when they when they see this and hear this, it'll already have been been up there. Um, I, I got some a preview figures of uh, some Marvel Legends that that nobody knows about. Well, they are they are known about, but nobody has done a review of them at this point. So I'd rather not say just in case <laughs> I don't actually get them tomorrow. But the plan is to kind of do those two big ones as kind of like first looks that nobody's done reviews of yet. Awesome. Um, so I'm kind of excited about that. So I, I held those two days back, but um, I recorded day 365 because I, I, I made that big display in the back with my three Sentinels. So I wanted to do the review of the Sentinels because they are 365. And um, how does it feel? Um, I don't know what to do with myself. I'll be honest with you. Like, You're like Ricky Bobby. I don't know what to do with my hands. I, I just, I don't like, I've got stuff here that's piled up i bought more toys today and i'm like ah well do we do 366 do we like how do we i i don't know what's on i don't know what's on the other side of this to be honest with you i haven't really my goal was to get to 365 and i got there and now i don't know what to do because i don't have a plan (laughs) well before before we dive into the actual project and 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 your your future plans I, I, I'm more so. I'm just curious. What does it feel like to be to be interviewed on your own show? It's the first time <laughs> I've been interviewed. I'll be honest with you. Like we talked a little bit about this. This is the first time that anybody's actually interviewed me, or I've been the focus where I haven't been like trying to drive the conversation. So it's a little bit weird. Um, and uh, but I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about it. And I didn't want this to be a monologue. And uh, and th- there's a lot. There, there is a lot to kind of to kind of work through. So it feels good to kind of be able to have this conversation with somebody. Well, I, like I said, it's uh, it, it is it is my honor to be to be doing this with you. But I feel like again, before we we get into everything, fifteen years. I mean, forget forget three hundred and sixty five days a year. Because I mean, like, sure, that's a, that's that's a commitment. But 15 years, you have been doing this mm-hmm. for 15 years. And I feel like that is – it's a it's an amount of time that I feel like a lot of collectors and a lot of uh, toy bloggers, really, um, there are very few that can really grasp that. I mean I've been doing this for two years, and I feel like I've aged 15 years in, in the two years I've been doing it. What have you seen change over over the fifteen years you've been doing this? Um, <clears throat> well, I think of it as like classes. You know, like looking at like different classes like coming up, like you MCU collector twenty four, uh, Toyshes. I would put you guys kind of in the same class, meaning like t- time frame. Like it's been like three four years for Toyshes, two or three years for you, kind of getting it up and going and. Um, MCU collector, same thing. And, uh, my class, everybody's gone for the most part. Like 
there there is nobody else like left standing that was in the original form. It's like, like you so, and Dan, you and Dan Pickett probably. Are the Dan was before me. Like Dan yeah. was way before me. Oh, um, really? That he was that? I figured he was only doing it for fifteen, maybe twenty years max. So he opened his own site, I think, the year before I did. Okay. Um, but he had been like the toy insider for a good a while, like ten years, five, ten years, um, writing on different stories and things like that, and being part of different sites. So that's what I mean as far as like my class of like starting from scratch and building their own. I think me and and uh, Brian Isaacs at Fanboy Factor, although his was Pendragon's post. That's why I'm saying I think Caster's Corner is the only one from that class of It's All True and Poe Ghostal and me and him. And like everybody kind of was like, yeah, no, I'm, I did this for fun and I'm kind of out like – uh, even Jesse, who's on all the time with us, um, he's kind of been like doing his own thing. You know, once in a while he'll be on the podcast. But so that's kind of weird to think about. Like I'm the last man standing. Um, and then the thing that's different is um, I think there was a format when I started. Like this is the expectation of what you will produce as a toy blogger. And, um, I think everybody has kind of proven that that's not the case anymore in a lot of ways. Like you can kind of do your own thing and do it however you want to do it. And that's kind of, you know, you can find it. And I think that that was the thing I struggled with the most of, you know, finding 15 years. I mean, you think about it, right? Where, where was social media and, and, you know, the internet's place 15 years ago was maybe basic HTML blogs. Like, you know, you're talking, you know, people that were probably using Zanga and live journal in order to cover things if they didn't have, you know, basic HTML programming skills, because there wasn't a whole lot out there. Like I, I remember reading those, those types of blogs and those, those early, uh, you know, toy and entertainment blogs, and they were very, very, very simple. And in yeah. the span of of fifteen years, you now have you've gone from from like nothing, you know, being able to really you know access an audience in one or two places max to literally it seems like a new platform or or new uh, you know new app uh, yeah. every every couple months. You know, we've, I, we've been experimenting with TikTok in the last two weeks. The two of same, us. yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, no, I I coded my first site. Like I, I wrote the code for my first site. Um, not, not as extensive as you would think. There was a template that I could mm-hmm. play with the coding and, and move things around. And so it started as a WordPress blog, which actually is still up. Like if you go to WordPress, uh, dot com or casterscorner.wordpress.com or something like that, you can still find the original blog, um, hmm. which is kind of trippy. Um, and I've always thought about migrating those posts over to the website and it's just kind of, it's like, it's just, let's just leave it. Um, and easy solution to that. You just make a link that says archive and it just links to that. That's it. <laughs> there's Done. not, there's nothing good there. There's the pictures are horrible. <laughs> the writing's really bad. Um, cause I just did what I thought I had to do. And so that turned into casterscorner.com, bought the domain and the registry and all that stuff. And then 
coded the coded the you know worked on the coding for the first one kind of very rudimentary and then yeah there was no social media and it, i had to re i had to rely on message boards mm-hmm. to get my posts out and i had to play nice with said message boards to get my posts attention because otherwise there was no way to kind of get that out there so um and then facebook and then slowly you know everything else so so how has it been you know overall adapting over over like because like you just said we all we, we we seem to be always in sync with each other these days but you know uh I, I I have to I have to shout him out. Like I saw that that Toisha's posted a, a story that it was like I'm on TikTok now, and at, at that point, like I had to stop and be like, oh, I guess I gotta do TikTok now. If he's finally pulling the trigger on it, that means that like I'm gonna get left behind if I don't. So let me figure out how to use TikTok because I didn't even have a personal TikTok. Yeah, I, I didn't even have the app installed. <laughs> yeah, I've been you know as everybody do the pandemic TikTok addicted to just kind of doom scrolling um through them but um i i've i kind of dabbled in it here and there and i know i need to do more um i've got ideas the problem is um for me i have a really hard time um like creatively like putting things together is really hard for me because it's like i have an idea in my head and it i never can like get that out there in a lot of, a lot of times. And so I end up just like obsessively trying to edit, 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 edit. And you know, you lose momentum and you're like, okay, well screw it. But, um, yeah, I, I, I like it now better because I think the, the way to get things out is more suited to my personality now. So it's easier to kind of take the reins and kind of, you know, be out front of it all. Yeah. So. Yeah. Raw, raw, raw and un- unedited is currently very in, as yeah. you can see by TikTok. And I mean, if you ever decide to do 365 days of toys again, TikTok would be a wonderful place to, to showcase that. Just I, I started out there. I did. I started. The, if you go back to my TikTok, like my first few were about this. Yeah. It was kind of learning video and kind of playing with things. And um, I would do, hey, we're checking out blah, 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 blah. Here it is. And da, 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 um, like a short version of what the YouTube video was. And um, I, I had I had trouble keeping the focus, like like making sure that certain things happened to do the toy of the day meant other things kind of went by the wayside a little bit. I will, you know, it was kind of keeping up with the podcast and doing the daily toy left very little room this year for for other things so so speaking of the project itself you know we've we've mentioned it a couple times now but the the uh the ordeal of of putting yourself through 365 days of toys how 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 now did the the idea for the toy of the day start where did it come from so it started with the new website um i paid a web designer a lot of money (laughs) And formed Jackson Studios LLC with the idea that we were going to sell ads and we were going to go to Comic-Con and we were going to do it the right way this time. And then the pandemic happened. <laughs> Literally, like, I don't know, like a month before launch. 
like had all the paperwork filed, had everything ready, had my San Diego tickets ready, everything ready. March 13th hits, nobody's going anywhere. Just not. And I just was like, okay. So my idea was that if I was going to put all this money into the website and put all this money into the business, um, I had to actually keep up. I've always had help in the past. Bill, um, who's been a writer on the site and a podcast guest has been, um, one of the people who kept Cash's Corner going when I, when I was, I went through a divorce, went through breakups, all the stuff. Bill kept it going through all the, the bad parts. Um, and so Bill and I decided that it was not good for our friendship to continue doing that. And so I decided I was going to kind of rebrand the whole site, redesign it, start from scratch. And it meant it was all on my shoulders. And if I was going to take it seriously and keep the receipts and do the taxes and all that stuff, that meant I had to actually produce content. And so my initial idea in January was the uh, two minute, I was trying to go for alliteration, the two minute toy, the two minute toy review. And so I was trying to do these two minute toy reviews, like trying to get 120 seconds. I know you do your, your two minute news updates every week um, or every other week. And uh, so I was like, I can do two minute toys. Like I can, it's really easy. Just throw on the thing, blah, 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 blah. And then I let people take a look at it. <laughs> and that was March. And, um, Everybody had notes and it just shut me right down. Mm. And I was like, I can't, I can't do it because, um, and I'm not mad at my friends for doing it. Like my girlfriend was critical of it. Um, my best friends were very critical of it and, and not from a place of like, Hey, you're, you're screwing up. It was more of a place of, um, Hey, let's make this better. And my perspective was, I just need to get it out. And so it really just shut me down. So February to December, it was like podcast, like podcast, 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 podcast. We're just going to focus on the podcast. We'll do a lot of work on Instagram. We'll take a lot of pictures. We'll do a lot of work that way. If anybody sends us samples, we'll do formal reviews. We'll do write-ups and all that stuff. But there was no, I gave up on the video. I really did. I was like, I can't do this. Um, I can't edit video. I can't add intros. I can't do the animations. I can't do the transitions. I don't know how to export the right size file. It, it was all that kind of stuff where it was just kind of like, I even took classes and I was like, I just can't. It's not going to happen. It's the hardest part. It, it is, it is, and I can completely commiserate with you there. It is, the video part is, is, the hardest part. And I mean, I, I you know, for, for adventures in collecting, we, we aim for a new video once a week, you know, mm-hmm. like a, like a, like a video, like YouTube video, not like a little short Instagram thing, but like a video that requires like sit down, edit, like think yeah. about what you're going to actually, what's going to come out of your, your mouth. <laughs> Does it make sense? Are you repeating yourself? Are you rambling? And you know, it, it's, there are some times where like I'm done editing a video and I'm just like, this is, I do not like this video, <laughs> but I already, I'm, I'm like three hours 
start to finish, you know, filming, editing, yada, 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 exporting all that. Yeah. I'm like, I, I'm just going to hit go and we're going to see what happens. And like, there have been videos like that, man. We're like, no joke. Um, one of our highest performing videos is a review of that not really great vintage collection three pack. The like, uh, what was it? The, uh, Skip cards? the Luke, no, the, the, no oh. the, the Luke, uh, Vader Yoda one, the like, Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Cave of cave of evil. I think. Yeah. Um, it's a not great figure pack. Like, yeah, it's a little off. Um, the Yoda is very good, but, um, that's like one of our highest performing videos. And I remember finishing that one and you know, me like captain positivity about everything. It was very difficult to get a, to get through that video and not be like, this is not good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and it ends, it ended up being one of our most popular ones. And that's, that was kind of like a thing for me where I finished that video and I was like, I need to stop over, like just need to stop overthinking and just, I'm not going to please everybody. Not everything is going to be, you know, a magnum opus. It's just, you know, it's a toy that exists and I'm covering it. That's, that's, yeah. that's the way I try to think about it sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Um, three hours. Jesus. Yeah. I don't, and I mean, now I've, I've gotten it down a little bit. Like I've templatized the process and like I have the same file that I open every time and it has certain parts of the video are like already in place and I just have to drop, drop some things in. Like I'm at a much better place yeah. than I am yeah. than I was when I was making those videos. Each no, one I get like, it. from scratch. Yeah, no, I, I get it. Like I, I, I do like that. I can, I can feel that. And, um, I think that was that was a barrier for entry to me too. Where I think the difference too is, I think the amount of stuff I buy. I think that was like the spotlight um, for a lot of people to just be like, "Jesus Christ, how much did you buy?" And I'm like, "Yeah, no, like I was averaging, I don't know, like seven hundred dollars a month." Well, like, wait, wait, let's talk okay. about that for a second. Let's talk about that for a second. This is you're you're segueing into the question. It's almost as if you've seen the questions before, and I know for no, fact you haven't. Have I asked you not to um, do it. Yeah, natural so, conversation. And now a word from our sponsors. And now back to the show. So yeah, about that, right? So I I tried to think about this. I tried to think about this r- realistically. If if I were to like, and again, like let's let's perfect scenario, right? Like you order a case, you order a case of figures. You you order a shipment from Big Bad, right? And yep. you you have a pile of loot that's stacking up. Yep. And um, you get that pile of loot, and let's say it has twenty figures in it, right? Let's just like generalize. Yeah. That's twenty days. If you if you banged out that entire box in a couple of days, like just batch filmed a couple of videos, you're looking at 20 days of figures, right? Mm -hmm. And right there, like for a, for a lot of people, that's a lot. Like Mm -hmm. that's, that's now you're doing that for 365 days. (laughs) And not all of those videos are one figure. Some of them you did whole waves. Yeah. I um... figures. Yeah. So the the question that I have for you, and this is actually something that like I waited to ask you because yeah. I didn't want to know the answer until we had this conversation. Were you? Did you reach the point 
where you were just buying stuff because you knew that you had to like you had committed to this and you were going to do it. So like there was stuff that maybe you were on the fence about or stuff that you were just curious and would not have bought normally. There's only or... two things. Two. So so you're telling me. Time, time out. So you're telling me that out of the 365 days that you uh-huh. did this, yeah. and again, we are not talking about 365 toys. I, I tried to go back and look at all the videos and do the math, and I gave up because there were too many videos where it was like, we're going to talk about this figure. Oh, of course, I picked the figure that's invisible. We're going to talk about this figure. Yep. Oh, and then and then we're going to this one, and then we're going to do this one too, by the way. Just you know, oh, wait. Like these three. I got, know, a, like- I got a good one for you. Oh, okay, so finish your question, but I got a good follow-up to that. Remind me of that. So out of the 365 days, only yep. two of the days feature toys that were not would not have been normal purchases for you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, and then I did... Um, I didn't tell anybody this because, um, I didn't want anybody to know. Um, I went on vacation for a week. Yeah. And so I didn't want anybody to know I was on vacation. So I did what we call, what I called Caster's Corners beginnings. So those weren't purchased for, well, actually there were a couple things in there that were purchased during the last year that could kind of count as toy of the day ish. Um, but, uh, there was one week um, about two months ago where I was running low and knowing stuff was coming, but not knowing when it was going to show up. Yeah. So I bought the Ghostbusters, uh, marshmallow canisters mm-hmm. and I bought the McFarland, um, Disney verse, whatever it was, Jack Sparrow. Okay. And those two things, a hundred percent had I really just took stock of what was around me, I probably wouldn't have bought those, but I felt like I needed something newer to talk about versus something that was like maybe a month old. And, uh, so I bought those two, but, um, those were really the only two that I could, that like stick in my head going, I don't know why the hell I'm doing these reviews. Um, <laughs> now, now, in addition to all that, there were samples that came through too. So some of yes. those toys of the days were um, thank you uh, samples from Hasbro and Playmobil and Diamond Select Toys. Um, I'm trying to think who else sent us some stuff. Um, I think that's about it. I think those are the three companies that really kind of – um, helped out Diamond especially came through that 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 period of time where like I thought I was really lean yeah and so I got about ten days out of the box they sent me so that was nice. that was a nice kind of boost to kind of get me through around the middle of this whole thing so um, but yes and I at the beginning when I started I started the year with full full waves like into the Spider Verse. Uh, the Disney Plus wave, a couple of those waves, where I was like, okay, I'm just going to throw the whole wave in there. Um, and then as the year went on, I was like, I need to space these out a little bit. <laughs> so waves got to be like four reviews and sometimes five, depending on who was in it. Um, and then I was pulling. Um, people may or may not have seen these um, when this airs, to be honest with you. 
But um, the Age of Apocalypse wave I got when the pandemic happened. It was the first, second toys I'd gotten and went to a Target to buy in March. Yeah. And um, I never reviewed them. So Age of Apocalypse 2 comes out. (laughs) And so my Age of Apocalypse reviews for Marvel Legends is an amalgamation of both waves. So I was pulling out those... Yeah. That makes sense though to me. That's the see, that's good logic. It's good logic because yeah. you're you're making use of product for content and and making it relevant again. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think that works. I think that totally. I'm I'm right there with you. So um, yeah, but really, honestly, two. There were two two days only in the whole year that where I felt my mind. I bought that stuff that was like. Mind. Outside of my scope, as I call, as I, I have called it in the past, is like yeah. this is my scope, and these are outside of that. So, yeah, you know me; I'm always talking about guardrails and then figuring out how I can move them. Well, I think that's one of the conversations, and I hope I don't derail this too much. But like that was one of the conversations we had because I felt like for me to talk to some of the industry people and to go to Toy Fair and have, um, not that you can't, but I feel like I can't have certain conversations with certain people if I don't have a knowledge of the product and packaged product on the shelf for me doesn't equate to those kind of conversations. Yeah. Um, like for example, I just got there's somewhere here. I moved them. I don't know where they went. Um, I got the new McFarlane's the new Lobo and Batgirl and yeah, yeah, yeah. all that. They look gorgeous in the package. Um, they can't stand on their own. The ankles are too weak. Um, the accessories are oversized. And so to have the conversation with, with people in that booth say, Hey, this is an issue. What do you, you know, have this been addressed? I, I feel like industry wise, I, I need to have, be able to have those kind of conversations with them. Yeah. And so part of it is, you know, it is within the scope, but, um, I do buy stuff just so I can stay relevant to certain conversations that I have with people. I'm finding that to become more and more challenging um, on my end. And I know I was very much so the last time we spoke about this. Yeah. um, Was very much a proponent of like guardrails are important because if you don't have guardrails, then, you know, you drive off the road uh, figuratively. Yes. And, you know, I, I think part of part of the thing that i think you have to consider and and something that that i've started to consider is just paring down so like you know if right. if you end up buying a couple things for you know for research right um there have been there's already been stuff where i've bought it just to have been like you know let's see what the hype is about yeah. this like you know i i haven't seen this yet i you know i'm i'm curious and yeah. i bought it and been like cool now i know what this is don't need it right or like or for instance like i i I just bought so 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 granted again we're we're not going to go too far but i i bought a mythic legions figure i i I was at legion con because it's it's literally like 25 minutes from my house so i went i bought a mythic legions figure and i did a review of it and i photographed it and it's beautiful and as far as i'm concerned like it is just a really good like medieval knight figure Mm -hmm. and Honestly, that would have been totally it for me for Mythic Legions. No knock to to the no. Four Horsemen Studios; they're they're beautiful figures. I just can't afford to go down that rabbit hole. 
Then they put out a Krampus figure, and I went, mm, well, you know, I guess two. I guess I'm going to have two because I can't. Yeah. That, Kramp- that Krampus figure was just perfect. I'm the same way. I got, got I, I don't, I, I recently in the last like two weeks got my first one. Um, our friend, uh, Jay Hernandez actually sold me. <laughs> um, what a guy, uh, I wanted the battle cat <clears throat> version because oh, okay. I thought it looked good with Thundercats. And at some point I want to get the Panther version too. Um, homage or whatever they're calling them. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. Like I, I like those two. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I can't, I can't go down that road. They're just, they're too expensive. So, I mean, I do say no to stuff. Like I, yeah. I do, you know, I have my blind spots to certain things. Do you um, know? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. I realize it. Um, DJ's kids on little geeks, um, are into some stuff that I'm just like, I have no idea what the hell this is. Can you just tell me what you need me to find for you? Um, cause I send have no me idea. pictures. Yeah. Send me pictures or, or links. Are good too. So, so you've you've alluded to it a couple of times, but you know, outside of just the kind of the bigger picture commitment of doing this every day for for 365 days, uh, it, it it's not to say that there's not a bunch of other things that you have going on in your life, both your you know your daily grind and you know living. Yeah. Um, how did how did you manage the the time? How did how did you you really kind of carve out the time to do this and again i know you didn't do it every day like you there were definitely days where you did like more than one video in one day but like how how did you how did you juggle everything um so i want to say the first i don't know six months however long that worked out to be june yeah probably probably june ish um was every day was carving out that time every day. Um, I would come home from work, uh, and I would sit down and just do the video. And it was a frantic mad dash because I was not organized. This room was not set up. If you go back and watch the first video, you can see how dark and, and, and different the room was. Um, and so it was just finding that it was just that repetitive nature. And then just trying to find the toys, to be honest with you. Like I had them, right. I had them all. Um, but, uh, I didn't buy them with the thought of, I'm going to do the video of them. Like I was going to review them or talk about them or do pictures or something, but I wasn't going to do like a video every day. And so when I finally made the decision, it was like, all right, I'm going to start here. And so, the second night or third night, I think I did a giveaway too to kind of stimulate some inform- interest in like the first week or so. And so I was frantic to find the toys because I didn't know where they were in the house. I knew they were in the house. I didn't know where. And so it was a good like 90 minutes tearing the place apart trying to find these two toys so I could do this, so I could do the giveaway, so I can – like these things. And so the first six months or so, um, was a daily grind of it. Like every day, sit down and do it. Um, it was easy because it was me sitting there with the camera, with the computer, with everything set up and just, here's the toy. Here's what we're talking about. Um, see you later. It evolved over time where it turned into, 
I remember I got uh, KG Beast from Mezco Mm -hmm. came in and uh, I was going to do a review and I thought, well, because I came up with the idea that every time I did a review, I would take the figures and I was like, we're going to do a consistent like, here's the figures and here's me. Like, this is what we're doing. And so... I was like, we need something a little more dynamic. You can't just do this anymore. So I think KGB's Two-Face and Harley, I did those three in a row. And uh, just on my side of my desk, I just put a blank background, took a shot of them and used it as the cover photo. Mm-hmm. And then and then I was like, well, nobody's going to the website. <laughs> so we're going to make it a post on the website with a gallery that people can go to to see pictures because people are going to want to see close-ups because this wasn't working. You know, yeah. I got a lot of comments of like, we can't see them. All right, we'll do it. Then I'll do it. So it was like this evolutionary stage and, um, it really wasn't until I want to say like four months, four months in five months in that I was like, okay, I got to pre-record a video. Um, and I didn't know how to do that. I didn't know how to pre-record a video because I was doing mm. it live. I was doing it through Facebook, uh, for through YouTube Live. Gotcha. And so I didn't know how to do that. And so I don't remember which one it was, um, but I, I remember pre-recording for the first time and then uploading. Um, and so that was, and then and then YouTube was having issues with processing. Um, uh, live videos. And so I thought I was going to lose one of them. So I was like, okay, I got to figure a way around this. Yeah. So pre-recording became a thing. And then I would look at my week and go, all right, well, work's going to be this, or I got to do this. And so, or I'm going to go away for the weekend or, you know, we're going to go do this. And so I can't be at the house. So how am I going to do this? And so that's when pre-recording kind of came in. So now, not to mention, not not to uh, not to bring up bring up sad times, but uh, you also had a little bit of a loss. I should say more than a little bit of a loss. Yeah. Uh, with with your uh, your buddy Jackson, uh, while this was all happening. So, you know, how did how did that uh, you know how did that impact the uh, the process? Um. So one of the things that I contended with. Um, through all of this, launching the website, um, he got sick right when we launched the website. Um, about two weeks before we launched the website, he crashed, and we thought we were going to lose him. And so we didn't have any money. I had, all my money was tied up in the website. I'd borrowed everything from family, and and there was no place else to go. And we lucked out getting getting help. And being able to make the right choice for him. And so we found out he had a heart condition and money uh, to pay for that and medication fixed it. Um, he had, you know, good days or bad days here and there. But, um, you know, once I started the videos, I want to say he was he was doing pretty good. Um and so I did a few videos with him and we had a couple scares over the summer. And so I did a video with him saying, you know, 
I don't know if he's going to be around much longer, but you know, I want to do this. And, uh, I had pre-recorded pretty much up until that point. I was kind of behind a little bit. And so he, he crashed, uh, in September on the 21st, right before that, actually like the, that, that weekend, he kind of really, really had a hard time. And, uh, I saw the writing on the wall and I was still doing videos. I was still doing videos. I was still like pre-recording and doing them then. And, um, they were not great. They were kind of like, I'd come in the room, record the video, take five pictures, throw them up in and out of the room in 30 minutes or less. And then I'd go back and be with him. And so then he got sick and really sick. And then his heart gave out, like literally. Um, it just stopped. And so uh, it started up and then stopped and started. And so he uh, he died on the 21st. And those are the only two days that I took off. So we were supposed to be done on the 14th of December. And it pushed it to the 16th of December that night. I didn't have any, I had stuff actually. I had stuff pre-recorded. I had about a week's worth of pre-recorded stuff. And, uh, knowing that he was going to be sick, my girlfriend took him for an afternoon and I sat in this room and I recorded about 15 videos so that I had stuff just in case he would got sicker. And then he died and I just couldn't even sit in here. And then, uh, the next day I wasn't ready either. And, uh, this company sent me, um, a book that was dedicated to him. And so that took about a month to kind of get, to be able to actually do that because the idea was it was a storybook. And so he was going to sit here and the book was going to be here and I was going to read to him as the review. And, uh, he never got to see it and I never got to do it. And so, and I had another figure. I got the Kanar Jackson figure, even though it was wrong, it still had his name on the box. And so I was holding that for him too. And so he never got well enough to be able to do those last two with him. So, um, but those are the only two days this year that I took off because yeah, that was, that was it. I did them on Christmas and Thanksgiving and my birthday and Easter every day. Like there wasn't a day that I didn't uh, get, get a video up, except for those two days for him. Thank you, dear listener, for hanging out with us today. Subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen, and then tell your friends to do it. Thanks also to Joe Azari, the golden voice behind our intro. Our music is Game Boy Horror by the Zombie Dandies. Find more about them both in our show notes. Follow us on social media at AIC underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Stop by and say hi. Show us your toy hauls and share your toy stories. Maybe we'll talk about it in a future episode. Don't try this at home. Voidware prohibited and some assembly required. Each sold separately, not a flying toy. Consult a physician if your toy run exceeds more than four hours. This has been a non-productive media presentation. 
Executive producer, Frank Hablawi. This program and many others like it on the Non-Productive Network is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. Please share it, but ask before trying to change it or sell it. For more information, visit non-productive.com.